You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live this week. Featuring news and commentary on This Week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I'm your host, Dario Kristen, not Rihanna. But we got a Rihanna mask on right now. You tricked him, Dario. I tricked him. Oh, That's right. Yeah, so we really I tricked him. We're that. represented right now because we you went to the Rihanna it. ball last week, the Diamond Ball. And this is one of the gifts that they had. And we got Rihanna <laughs> playing right now. So we had to come represent for our lady, Rihanna. You're doing your thing. But joining me today is... Courtney Stewart. What's up, what's up? DJ Jesse J. What's up? Dario's bullshitting y'all because this wasn't a gift. He wasn't raising this <laughs> he at the event. That shit. If you raised this at the event, you was going to have to pay like $10,000 for shit. Yeah. So I made sure I was sitting on my Okay, I kind of stole them. But they were at my table. But that's a different subject because y'all can't tell it in front of our guest because he is a YouTube icon and TV personality. Kingsley is joining us today. What up, Kingsley? Nothing. Look, y'all made me drop Rihanna on the you floor. Threw no. Rihanna, the Rihanna stay down there because you got to give me my money. Stay down there. She looks All right. gorgeous that night. She looked good. She looks yes, mm. yes, yes. Kingsley, how you been? Yeah, you been I've been fantastic. I'm so excited to be here. We're, We're excited. excited. I'm so to glad have you. you are here. We've been trying to get you in the studio for a long time. Oh, really, You're a busy no. man. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what happens when you got three million subscribers and three hundred fifty million views on your YouTube you got a new website called kingofculture.com. I get it. You busy. You busy. I got it. You busy. A little. But thank you. Thank you for coming in on the holidays. This is our last show of the year, too. Really? So we're going out with a bang. Hey. You know, and it's a lot of fun stuff. We got a lot of topics to cover today, including Star Wars has been called racist. Can you believe that? No. What? In 2015, something's racist? What? I can't believe that. Get your life. <laughs> Bill Cosby is suing his accusers. Say what? Say what? Mm. And then we got the terror threats that shut down the L.A. schools. Mm-hmm. And on a positive note, BET announces the 2016 honorees for their BET honors. Hey, hey, hey. But first, we are going to read the results from last week's BuzzMeter question, which we had a big debate about. Did Erica Badu throw too much shade to Iggy Azalea? You guys voted. 18% of you said yes. And 82% of y'all, 82, <laughs> said no. No, Kingsley, I know you know all about the little battle, you know. I do. And what do you, what, do you think that she threw her too much shade? Honestly, I didn't even understand the shade because to, <laughs> she was in her monologue and she's like, what you do is definitely not rap. Yeah. But she wasn't like presenting a category. Like, I don't get where it came from. It wasn't from. Fun, like a funny punchline. Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't it was like not living. a funny punchline. I think people just don't like Iggy still and they were just like, okay, she's still making fun of her. They just, I mean, but the more they hate on her, do they not realize that's the more money she's going to make? Because exactly. that's going to keep her in the news she's and in the press? She's made no music at all, but people are still talking about her. That's it doesn't what I'm make any sense. That's, that's why she's do. so sure about her tour next year. She's that's like, why, it's going to happen. It's going to Speaking it into existence. That's I mean, why bad press is I'm still good press. Still listening to new bitch. <laughs> now, the BuzzFeed question for today <laughs> is, do you think addiction is a disease? We've been talking about this for a while, too. And we had a little debate about that. Yeah. And, uh, we want to know what you guys have to say about that. And we'll read those results in 2016. 
Boom. Yes. Say. But first up, we got trending topics with DJ Jesse J. All right, y'all. So clearly, clearly. I mean, Star Wars is out. You represent. I am representing. Someone gave me this shirt, and I felt real bad, so I wore it. Oh. Uh, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I've never really been a Star Wars fan. I watched it because my brother's obsessed, and I like the first three. I don't know what happened with the like middle. the red painted we'll face just guy. Forget about that part. Yeah, but now okay, so I'm kind of excited because this is supposedly tied into the first three, and I'm like, all right, huh, that's gonna be fun. Chewbacca, everyone's got me excited about it. Well, you know, it wouldn't be a story in 2015 unless somehow we find some sort of racism in it. Well, over at MSNBC, we had Miss Melissa Harris-Perry. She was having a little conversation, and she felt like Star Wars in general has some racist things about it. They they brought up Jar Jar Binks from the newer ones and how he's a part of the Federation and it kind of comes off a little slavery-like. Um, then they came to say that Darth... Her biggest issue is Darth Vader, though, because he wears a black outfit, right? Mm-hmm. And because of this black outfit, to her, that symbolizes evil, mean, and also a black man. And he never takes... You know, he never uh, looks for his son, Luke. But then at the end of the movie, when he takes his black mask off, he is revealed to be a white man. And that's when he wants a relationship with his son. So she feels like, here you are, when he's in his black outfit, he's going around chopping white people's hands off. So he's against white people. But then when they reveal him to be white, they're making white people look good because then he's... Trying to check. I'm try. I try to rationalize this in so many. I like asked multiple Star Wars fans, and I'm just looking at this girl like, "Ma'am, you are not helping anyone in 2015 by this case." I I don't know. What do y'all think? I feel like she was just trying to get her name in the news because her argument was she be saying void. stuff like this. About- I mean. It just didn't make sense because, first of all, it was James Earl Jones who was the voice of Darth Vader. Not and originally, though. That's where she's saying like you added the black man's voice. Well, out that was his it was voice. Supposed wasn't to it? be a Scot, a Scottish guy's voice. Oh, they, they okay. changed Sorry. that, okay. and then they put James Earl Jones's voice, and they said she feels that they did this because <laughs> it's this whole attack on the black man and yada. George, that's George Lucas's like thing. And apparently there's this movie that George Lucas did that's all about Darth Vader and he's just out there killing white babies and <laughs> what <laughs> this is what she's saying. It just sounds crazy to me. What do you think, Kingsley? I mean, I've never... I watched, I think, episode three, Revenge of the Sith or something. Which one had Natalie Portman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's literally the only one. And Christensen or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you haven't even seen, like... No, I don't know that I've never... I don't remember him taking this mask off. Yeah. Oh, it's the original original. It's like the 80s. It's from the late 70s. 70s. It was the 70s. So there's three, and then they go back, and then they do the first three. And then now they're coming back. Yeah, they're coming back. That's too much. To do sequels. It's exhausting. It sounds like Pretty Little Liars. Like, I can't. Black, in general, is sometimes associated with evil Evil. and darkness and fright. And I don't know if that in and of itself is a problem, but I don't think it's specific to Star Wars. Agreed. Like, she's reaching. She's definitely reaching. She was definitely reaching. And excessively passionate about it. (laughs) Very passionate. She was real passionate. She was, like, real upset about it. And, like, granted. I mean, dude, I took the classes, like, Star Wars, The Matrix, we broke it all down, like, racially, biblically, and all the crazy shit that you could come up with from an intellectual point of view about something. So, could you make an argument for it being a little bit racist? Sure. Yeah. I mean, sure. But is that really?
really what the issue is. I don't really think that that was the intent or what is trying to be spoken through this film on any sort of level. I think that what Kingsley said is true. Like, darkness and evil and all of that. Like, we have that association and we do pass that association, I think, all along culturally with mm-hmm. our people. So that is something to think about. But, like, to... <laughs> Darth I'm like, I wouldn't want to play chess with this girl because she'd be like, like you going to be the black ones? I'm like, like, well, that was, yeah. Now, if she had had the argument that the other part of the story is uh, John, is it Boyega? Boyega. He's playing a stormtrooper who later becomes Finn, I think is his character's name in the movie. Now, there is a been a backlash because people were saying racist things because he is a black stormtrooper. Now, if she was arguing that, that's a legitimate thing because people because people are like, oh, it's not traditional to the, the original sci-fi. Why is there a black stormtrooper? How do we know what color the stormtrooper was? They always had helmets on How do we even know what color the stormtrooper was? Exactly. And they're fictional freaking characters. Right. Who gives a Who fuck? cares? Look it. A white man can wear a black suit and a black man can wear a white suit. It's okay, people. But a white man can't wear a black face. There's been a lot of shady <laughs> stuff about But I can't. I, I can't. Yeah. yeah even, didn't they, did they really cut Lupita's part? Is that real? I'm not I heard sure. that. I, mean, I don't I know. Seen, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. But the poster. Did yeah, you in see China. That? Yeah. yeah, in China. That was a mess. They yeah. erased John Boyega off that poster. They like, tried Bye, black it. boy. Uh, did they erase him or did they like... They oh, scaled like, him down. They scaled I mean, him down. He was a little they erased consolation him. star. You can't see his ass. <laughs> Replace him with lasers. But it is interesting. I don't believe what the NBC woman said, but I there is a interesting point about the way that things are handled when they throw in a black character for these traditionally sci-fi or comic book series that are no longer you know that feature these black characters like Michael B. Jordan being featured in Fantastic Four and people were pissed off that he was the human torch or Amanda Amanda Steinberg when she played Rue in um and Hunger Games. Games, and people had a big problem with the, the character being black because in the book, I guess she's not black. Yeah, when you whatever. change a character, I mean, in the book, I had a she big has problem. Olive skin, yeah, right. olive, olive skin. skin. That's all it says. That could mean that lots can mean of things. Anything. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm mad that Fifty Shades of Grey cast a short man, but I'm not like. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> running around out. petitioning shit like why are you uh, hiring uh, short men to play sexy like whatever so it's stupid and I, so all I want to say racist. to uh, Miss Melissa Perry is ma'am if you've watched the movie then you know Senator Palpatine the old wrinkly white man that's in charge of everything he's the most evil person of them all so they he still is. kept the white man the evil man so calm down God man. did you like remember and, that or did you have to go find that no I found no. it okay. and, and I was, who was the say, one I just realized I can't remember anything about these movies. I know Yoda I've seen them many times and the fact but and, I remember and then it was the other one in Return of the Jedi who tried to kill Darth Vader. I used to really like um, the, 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 the real evil one who had like the laser, Darth Maul. the electric power. He was white. That's he was white. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Darth, general. Darth Sidious, guys. Thanks, there you Bob. go. Sidious. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you, Star Wars fan Alexis. Hey, Thank you. But yes. I won't be going to see it, but not this weekend, though. All right. Well, speaking of diversity in a positive way, hey, hey. Sam's Club, um, Rosalind Brewer, she's been uh, the CEO for, since 2012. Good for her. So she stepped out to come say, you know what? She wants everyone to know that Sam's Club supports diversity, and not only in their workers, but she'd be checking the people <laughs> that be putting product in the store. She'd be looking oh, like, Malt's apple juice. How many uh, people you got working for you? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see the diversity that we got over here. Mm-hmm. Well, 
She felt like she wanted to have a conversation about this, and she's getting some backlash. Twitter went ham. I don't know if this is white Twitter or what, but Twitter went ham. <laughs> white Twitter, black Twitter, Asian Twitter, we don't know. Twitter's Isn't come. white Twitter just Twitter? <laughs> That's racist. Oh, I'm sorry. To come, what about the Asians? My bad. To come out and say that um, Sam's Club <laughs> is anti-white. Sam's Club decided to speak up, and this is uh, not Rosalind, but they decided to speak up and say that they support what she said, and what she's saying isn't anything new. It's been going on since before she was hired. They really want to focus on a, di- a diverse store, diverse product, and they don't want to give in to that. She said the only way any company is going to be able to change is to speak up and say something. If you don't speak up, you're not going to get the changes. And she don't care what kind of hate she gets, and Sam's Club is behind her, and what are y'all thinking? This is white people. <laughs> like, I want to talk to white people. I want white people to talk you to me. You need some white people music like, or I something. Need, like, like, like a frame I really, or like, music. want to have a conversation with white people. Why is it that being pro-ethnic, like, pro-diversifying, like, pro-Hispanic, pro-black, pro-Asian, whatever, means by default it's anti-white? There's white everywhere. Y'all ain't going nowhere. Ain't nobody trying to get rid of you. Ain't nobody ever tried to kill you. Why in the hell do they keep, like, I just don't even, like, that doesn't even make any logical it sense. sense. Like, it, it, it just, it baffles me. Like, and I, they want to fight hard. Like, we are not, we're, it, it, no, you are not persecuted, white people. I promise. The sad part is she wasn't even just talking about race. She didn't see any diversity at all. In the she suppliers. Said it was all white, it was white males. males. Yeah. yeah. So people are leaving out the female aspect. Female. Just, Female, not, yeah, she even spoke about that. And that's what's crazy, yeah. Idiots. You make us think you're stupid. No, go ahead, Sam's Club. We support you We here. support you, Sam's Club. Uh, moving on from that, whatever your favorite TV show is, make sure you check out our sister site, After Buzz TV, Monday nights. We doing Real Housewives, loving hip-hop. Hey, hey. Tonight, you guys can check out MTV's Battle of the uh, Bloodlines. Whatever your favorite TV show is, as soon as it's over, After Buzz TV, where they're talking about your favorite stars from the show, check us out. Check, check, check All right, thank you. We're going to move on to Courtney Stewart. I'd really rather we didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the topic that I like, hate talking about the most is back Bill Cosby back <laughs> in the news guys yes this week he finally spoke up cause he been real quiet I ain't really said nothing just kinda walked around me mugging everybody and uh so he's back and he wanted to let all y'all know that he's suing the hell out of them heifers that's doing him <laughs> so <laughs> just, like I can't it's too much okay so <laughs> it's not a funny topic but it's like not. it's just so like whatever okay so <laughs> this um out of the like 9,000 women that have accused him of inappropriate <laughs> behavior. There were seven of them that have lawsuits against him. Um, and so he basically went to all seven of them and said, well, fuck you, I'm gonna sue you back. And he is suing them all for defamation, per se. Defamation. Torches infer- interference and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Um, basically, Cosby's been sued for defamation by the seven women, and um, even though like lots of other women have accused him of uh, assault, they don't either. Their their situations have passed the like term of being able to sue him or whatever. So only seven are actually suing him right now. And apparently, from a legal perspective, it's a good plan. Yeah. Good defense is a, a good offense, apparently. And so he's taking them to court, and he got a lot of lawyers that can wear them the hell out. So that's what he's gonna do. Does it ever prove anything, really? No. But he's suing them back. And I saw something where they were saying, uh, what's her name, the fashion... Beverly, Beverly Johnson. Johnson. That she had, like, lied or something? I don't. Well, I her really manager, back when she came out, 
saying it. Her manager at that was the manager at the time claimed that she never disclosed to him that there was anything oh. crazy that happened. Everything she ever said about having that meeting was that it was great and that Camille was actually there and that if any other jobs came up, she wanted him to like put her up for them because she was totally fine with Cosby. So she never actually said that Cosby assaulted her anyway. She said okay. that she got drugged and that when she realized it, she got crazy and told him and to- that yeah. he's an asshole and he kicked her out. So who knows? I don't know. I Either way, it's still gross. It's still disturbing. He has admitted to drugging women. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this all plays out, though, even in it's court. with him suing them. Yeah, it's going to be stretched out. And, out. and my thing is, like, him suing them, what does that really prove, though? You know what I mean? I think it just gives them a battle back and forth. So he never has to so messy. cup up for it. Mm-hmm. And he's too old to be in court like this. I think That's exhausting. Just, I don't think he cares. He, I mean, it's, he's got the money, and they've already destroyed him to the public, so why but does not? He think, yeah, does he think it's going to do something? Like I just feel like he's at the point of no return. I think that he might be... Okay, I don't know. I, do I think everybody was telling the truth? No. But do I think some of them are? Absolutely. Sure, absolutely. And so my thought would be that he's in a delusional state of existence, that he really feels like he's innocent completely, and so he will proceed however he needs to proceed, even if he knows he did it. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. So, you know, and he's old, so maybe he's senile. Who knows? I don't know. But he basically is saying that, like, (laughs) because they only did this because they knew about the new deals he had coming up because he was coming back to television, and they wanted money. And he actually thinks it helps him, which it kind of doesn't. But, like, basically some of the women that are suing him supposedly over the years have taken money from him for different things. Like, somebody went to school, somebody needed a car, somebody needed such and such and such and such. So he sort of sees that like as... hush money, was that? Well, it was, he never called it hush money. He thinks that he was doing for these women because they were in his life and they were fine with it and they weren't trying to sue him then and trying to accuse him of sexual assault then and now suddenly they accuse him so that's why he thinks he has grounds honey I don't know I just know damn it Bill God fix this Bill Cosby situation please there's no fix it's destroyed it is destroyed any way you look at it it's fine I'm just gonna watch Martin and Fresh Prince yeah and I I still (laughs) want to refer back to an interview we did with Jennifer Lewis from um, Blackish check out that interview we did a portrait on her and she had a very strong statement about Bill Cosby and this case and she had a proven fact that she said so check that out well that's somebody she knew like but even if it's hearsay he Admitted in 2006 that he drugged women and had sex with them. Like, and he drugged the chick that was suing him in 2006. So he's done it at least once. Right. And Rick Ross over here. Anyway. Okay. Let's move on to something more interesting. (laughs) Black girls rock. See, this is another white people. Y'all need to get it together. I'm sorry. I'm not racist. I love my white people. I've been around you my whole life. But damn it, man. Really? (laughs) I'm sorry. It was probably racist because I don't actually know if the principal was white. So basically, um... (laughs) This girl named, okay, so I don't want to mess your name up, honey, but it's deep. Sharika, Sharika, I don't know. Sharika Jolly in Mississippi. She has a little daughter named Makia J or Makaya J. Um, so Makaya done been on struggles because she's a little chocolate girl. And she was like, you know, I want to be blonde and I want to have straight hair. And her mom has been trying to like instill in her, no, baby, your chocolate is beautiful and your Negro curls are fabulous and you're excellent in every way. So she bought her a Black Girls Rock t-shirt and was like, let her wear it to school. The daughter is eight years old. So one day, little Makia comes home and she got another shirt on. And her mom's like, oh, snap, that's not what you went to school in. Where is your Black Girls Rock shirt? I love your interpretation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm giving me solo right now. 
<laughs> and so her mom calls up the principal like, yo, why did y'all make her change her shirt? Basically, the principal was like, because I can. And she was like, but I don't understand, like, what happened? And the principal goes, basically, when she asked the principal why he made her take the shirt off, she goes, um, you're right, it's not policy. Nowhere in the policy does it state that the shirt is out of dress code, but I made a judgment call. And so that was all he had to say. So she was like, okay, I'm not cool with that. You don't get to make that kind of call. So she called up the administrators at the district and was like, this ain't cool. And they were like, you're right, that ain't cool. So they were like, oh, we sorry, Dave. He should have did that. (laughs) So she can wear her Black Girls Rock t-shirt. We apologize. So they apologized. And basically the district said that (laughs) the principal likely overthought the situation. And they have since apologized. And little Makia J can wear her shirt again going forward. She should wear it every damn day and get a different <laughs> color and wear it. Because it didn't say white people suck. It said black girls rock. <laughs> Thank you! That's you know what, what I'm saying? trying to understand why white people feel persecuted. It's, yay, Jesus! Rihanna, w- Rihanna, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, as our resident white person, do you feel persecuted? He's not I white. I have changed my skin color for this uh, <laughs> <laughs> segment of the show. Honestly, though, in Mississippi, are we surprised? True, are but I mean, surprised? have we not advanced a little bit in Mississippi? In, I mean, like, it was in Biloxi. It wasn't like in the backwoods. Like, apparently, yeah, this girl going. Apparently, this girl going to a school with all little white girls with blonde with hair. With blonde hair. I mean, you know, I don't know. I just, I mean, it... or she could have watched the Nicki Minaj video. You never know. Yeah. It's just okay. Well, let me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I love that her mother is trying to teach her to like love herself the way that she is. Exactly. But at the same time, in Mississippi, if I was a teacher, I, well, I wish we knew the race of the teacher because I'm assuming that it's white. It's a, but I'm I assuming see, like in that environment, principal. if I saw that and I was a white teacher in Mississippi, I'd be like, oh, she's saying white people suck. But why? Like Because it's ignorance. It's just, but you're a teacher. You ain't supposed to be dumb. Well, he's a principal. Black girls rock. To me, I mean, okay, yes, I'm biased. I'm well, black. you know, every but time black it, girls rock airs, the white girls right. write on Twitter, white, white girls, girls rock, yeah. and have to have, every time high. it airs, they act like, like it's an attack on them that black girls rock is a thing. But if I saw a white girl with a white girls rock t-shirt, I think it'd be funny. I, I think I would laugh also. Yeah, I would laugh. I wouldn't even. I would like, yes, they do, girl. I'm like trying to think of it like <laughs> right. at an eight-year-old, if like, I, I'm trying to like rationalize any. Any sort I mean, of it, okay, yeah. but it's like if like a little kid. This is all I literally. I'm trying, y'all. But if like a little kid Preach, was to read that reach. that shirt, a white kid, and read that shirt at eight years old, not understand racism to uh, uh, an extent, and started saying, "Well, yours says black girls rock, white boys rock, or something like that." Okay, okay. And then it started. But, I mean that that, but like clearly that's not the story. But I'm just saying, like that's really the only social commentary I could pull out of this, so to overthink that... I would say that might have worked if they were, like, in high school and, like, people were arguing about it. So then it's a disruption to the class. No, and and no, like, no, no, no. In high school, y'all grown enough to know what the fuck that shirt means. Well, like but I could see kid, it causing like, a fight. But I could see yeah. people arguing about it in high school. Eight-year-olds that. aren't going to give two argument. shits. I've been around the eight-year-olds. They ain't care. They like, oh, ooh, I want one. Can I wear a black girl's rock t-shirt? No, boo, you white. Oh, really? But I still like black girls. Okay, wear the shirt. Like, they, <laughs> they're not going to care. Oh my but God. eight year old white boy running around, a little white boy running around with a black girl's rock shirt. I would be thrilled. A little white boy running around. I would find his mama and be like, "Get it, mom." That get would be it. genius, actually. It, but mom. but eight year old, nine year old kids can't be mean because they can't be conscious. So it could technically. Yeah, I've yes. seen it. A seven year old boy eat a thirteen year old though. Like I can't. What? Just always somewhere else. Whoa, where did it originate from? I used to connect to that conversation. Wow. No, no, 
oh, to yeah, connect. We're talking visuals. about seven and eight year olds. I'm just yes. letting y'all know. Thank you. Yes. I'm letting y'all know seven or eight year olds think about shit a lot deeper than we think. No, I am fully aware <laughs> I mean, of how deep that, they think about wow. things. We're not talking about sexually. What I'm saying that the 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 the, the I can't talk. We we ain't yeah, talking about vaginas. Fabulous. Moving on. Moving on. Wait, wait. Can I play devil's advocate? Please do. Going on what he said. What if the little kids went home to their parents? who then had a problem with the shirt. Then two fucks to their parents. Okay. Whatever. For being dick. <laughs> right. Sorry, that's... Because for me, if you have a problem with it, then go talk to the parent. And then you can have a conversation with the parent about why you're, this other parent is letting their daughter wear a black girl's rock but shirt don't to church. Don't make it an issue oh, yeah, with I, the I kid. I don't agree with that at all. Like, don't make it... Like, I understand. Like, there would be some parents that would be like... Ugh. I can't believe they have to wear that. But then you go talk to the other parent, and then maybe you will get an understanding as to why that's a necessary thing for this little girl. And maybe you can then have some freaking compassion, and then we wouldn't have the bullshit going on that we got going on right now any damn way. Or maybe just watch BET and watch Black Girls Rock and understand what the damn show is all about anyway. So you educate. What the movement is about. The movement. Because believe it or not, black girls have been persecuted in this country, unlike others. All right. On that note... Anyway, so let's move on really to something strong, positive. Really uh, strong midsection we had right. this week. <laughs> it's actually shouldn't wear this carpet on me. I'm sweating. It is. That's a serious no, subject, kidding. but that's real. But um, now you know the holidays are coming. Kingsley up. came in on a K- real. K- I'm, is like, okay. I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying no, to keep you're up. keeping up just good. No, you're doing just fine. So Kingsley, do you play uh, fantasy football? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't see the point. Would, I can't be invested in that. But would you enjoy winning some money though from what about a million football? dollars? Like a million dollars, or two million, million dollars worth of prizes, or two million dollars? That would be nice. Yeah. Well, we have yeah. a really easy process for you. We have DraftKings.com, and we have a special code that you can use. Code Black, and then you go in and play. Don't forget that one. Don't forget that. We ain't gonna forget <laughs> Black, especially after the, what we just talked about. So you go in, you play. There's up to ten million dollars worth of prizes. Even Jesse's playing, and he doesn't like fantasy football. He didn't even know what football was. He didn't know what football was. Sure don't. I just know. <laughs> that these men run around tight pants. Oh. Well, oh. he ain't won no money yet. But when he wins money, hopefully he'll bring cut. it. Then hopefully where is bring the 10 million going? Who's winning? Where is it? People are winning. In fact, we've been telling people, tweet us. How long does it go? Know. Like, I don't understand fantasy When's football, football like, over? Does, it, does right? it just keep going? I mean, we, we haven't even got the Super Bowl, Bowl yet. you talking about when is football oh, over. Oh, so you can't win until Super Bowl? It's like done? I don't know about that. All the details like are on DropKings.com, and they have everything there where you can read. I'm like, can they out. do like a fantasy like drag race pop? or something? Yeah, no, <laughs> fantasy like pop team. Like, I want <laughs> I Beyonce like and Lady Gaga on my team. Yes. That's I mean, that. That's I think I would. I'd be into that. Yeah. No, I'm trying to get Mona Scott a love and hip hop Def Jam vendetta. Like, I make just her want do this it. She, you know, she's gonna do that and trademark it and not give you a cut. Hey, bitch, I've been said this how many times on camera. Monice would be my character. Even just bring a celebrity deathmatch back. I would die. I used to love I used to that. Love celebrity deathmatch. They were gonna. They were supposed but yeah, to I thought they did for a and second. And happened. then something happened. It yeah. disappeared. Mm-hmm. All right, them finances. Or they wanted to put a new reality show on or something. All right, we're going to move on to the <laughs> EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Well, this subject uh, happened this week. Um, you know, we've been dealing a lot with the terror threats and the, the tragedy that happened in Paris and also San Bernardino. And uh, just recently this week in L.A. on Tuesday, we had the entire L.A. school system basically shut down because of a terror threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it affected about uh, 650,000 students' classes. They were sent home because there was an email that went out to the district uh, school board members that was threatening to harm the children. Mm-hmm. Um, it involved pistols, it involved bombs, and a bunch of other things, uh, rifles, and it was it was targeting the kids. So they shut the system down here. 2,700 cops 
went through the different schools to make sure that there was nothing that they really need to be concerned about. It, was, it affected about 1,500 schools. Uh, this has also been a continuous debate because the same type of threat happened in New York recently, and they were comparing how the difference of how L.A. handled it versus New York, because New York considered yeah. it a hoax. Yeah. And L.A., we shut the shit down. Shredded. Yeah. So it's an interesting thing that, that's happening, but I think that we're in the environment right now where we have to be concerned about any type of threat that is happening in our school system, especially sure. affecting kids. Now, what's also been happening, I don't know if you've heard about this in the last couple of weeks, is malls have been affected. Uh, I was at the, the one of the Westfield malls here, and there were an uh, enormous number of cops walking yep. around there that I was surprised about. Then you leave. And you, you do leave. <laughs> you exit the building immediately. You do when leave. they're carrying guns you ain't never seen before, you you do leave, but um, I did not know that at the time, so I ended up finding out, asking one of the store clerks, and they said that there has been, you know me. <laughs> so you know Daryl's in the change room over you know, you know, That's the old white lady in Entertainment reporter. That's the old white lady. He's like, I'm like Miss Wanda on the block. I'm like, it sure is a lot of uh, <laughs> cops up around here. What's going on? No. I, so I asked, and they said that there was a, a, several threats. And so I'm like, man, listen, let me get up out of here. But that's been going on. We're in that environment where we have to be careful about this. Now, classes did resume after this threat on Wednesday. They, Like I said, they said that it was just, it, it was not real. Um, but what are you guys feeling about, you know, them shutting down the school system in L.A. versus how New York handled it? you know, saying that it was a hoax. Well, the same day. I mean, New York got the same threat, apparently, or something. But yeah. New York had already started their school day. So they were sort of in a different space than L.A. was. Because L.A. got it at, like, 6 in the morning. And they just made the call before even Classic having insane. kids getting to the school. So, like, the few kids that were at school that made it there already, like, had to wait for their parents and all of that. So I think it was just... You know, you go with whatever information you got. And if I had kids in school and the kid that I do have in school, like, I would be happy if they are more cautious than not cautious. Because I'm trying to think, when 9-11 happened, I remember obviously we were in school, but I feel like we continued the rest of the day, right? We were watching the screens. I was watching TV. I I was homesick watching. I was homesick, actually, yeah. Well, really? That's interesting. Yeah, I was there. We were watching, like, the news channel. Because the school hadn't started for us yet, because we started school in late September. So, we hadn't started, yeah, we didn't start, hadn't started school. Oh, damn, I was in school late. Yeah, we started in August in Missouri. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm with you, Courtney. If I had a kid, I, you know, you want to take all the precautions possible. He would have been sick that day. That, that, Even if they had classes, to classes, I would have been like, you ain't going. Yeah. But do you fault L.A. for shutting down the schools, though? No. no. Why would you fault L.A. Who's for fault? shutting Ask down the schools? Ask that question again. <laughs> Ask it again. Would you fault would you L.A. Fault? for shutting no, down the school system? No, say it out loud. Let your kid go to school and get blown <laughs> up, and then you want to be mad. Exactly. Why? Because all them hating parents that was all upset, talking about, oh, they shut down all these schools, and these kids need to be in school finishing their finals with shut the up you're insane like insane, insane. they yeah. had to make a decision with what information they had and yeah and another thing that was cool is like the transit system they gave free rides to kids going home you know if their yeah. parents can come pick them up so they were making opportunities for kids to get the hell up out of there yeah. so yes. I salute you know, good them. For them I salute them and listen I'm not mad keep that war against terror because we do not need it up in but y'all go anywhere. to the movie theaters over Christmas because you know they said that's a threat for that. But see, even Obama went on TV yesterday, was it last night, where he announced, because he was oh, basically yeah. like trying to say like there aren't any specific holiday threats. But at, uh, I think it was a week and a half ago, they said LA area theaters have a bunch of threats on Christmas. So does that change how you do things? What is that a war on? What is the war on 
uh, on Christmas to attack a movie theater, like first of all, are, do a lot of Christians go to? Movie they, yeah, but they it's, don't it's, actually. They don't care. care. It's going to be about they taking out a mass a lot of people because a lot of people go to the movies on Christmas Day. Is that and what they're do, you probably want to do is also cause a stir so people won't go, which is the biggest off uh, you know box office day, day for, for movie, movie theaters. theaters. So they want to take that traffic away from that, so then it hurts the revenue. So would you change your behavior? Right. I mean, first of all, I don't really go to the movies. So but if you no, were planning no, no, no. to go, because you know Star Wars is out, everybody going, would you change your behavior? <laughs> no, I don't. I wouldn't. I would you don't either. think you would? I would just go. Me and my family do go to the movies on Christmas a lot, oh. and I don't think we. Because even when the Dark Knight thing happened, yeah. I still went to see yeah. it. Um, it's just so those. I it, hate it freaks to me say out. This. Movie theaters those freak things me don't out, freak me out. Like, it does. For okay, me. no. One time I went to go see Constantine, and that's with what's ever what's his name, Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. And there was a man who came in, and he had a trench coat on. And no, he, no. Listen, he had a briefcase, <laughs> like, like, nah, and he came out, okay. and he sat in the. Van. I did leave. I literally walked out. He sat down with a briefcase. He got up, walked out, left the briefcase in there. I was like checking all this. Did anyone like, else notice or look? No, or and I told my friend we both start watching. I was like, um, I'm getting out of here. He ended up coming back, but I was not about that life. I and so play. I told somebody, I was like, I don't know. That man left that briefcase in there. He back in there now, but it's very uncomfortable. So ever since then, and that was like around the whole like Avita thing too had happened at, before that. Remember people were shooting up because oh, yeah. Madonna was in Avita. Yeah. Like those things freaked me out. But like the Dark Knight thing, I didn't look at that as like a world problem. I don't know, like, for me to be afraid to go to a movie. I mean, I just feel trapped. That's why I feel nervous, because if I'm in there and they start shooting at the front, it's like, where are you going to go? But I guess the only positive is that it's dark in the movie theater. Maybe you can slide and they can't see you as yeah, you're trying to get through the aisles. fake dead. Yep. I just tell Don't say that. Don't say that. Every in that situation, dead. I'm just dropping. Right. Well, right. some blood on me, though. Yep. Sit near exits and know where they all are. Very true. All right. That's well. why I don't like to sit in the middle of the aisle, even though like you're supposed to like sit in the middle and see it. No, <laughs> I feel you. But I then, if you're in the middle, though, you can slide down and slide to the hell left or no. the right. If you're in the middle, people running all over the place and sitting. Hell no. You right about that. Close to That's the true. exit. I like the theaters that had an exit at the top too. Yep. <laughs> Would you jump? Hell, like, you know, I'll, some have the things and then the space. Boo, I will jump. Here. I will run. I will be the dark nun. I will <laughs> try to run through a wall if I can. Like, whatever it takes. It's tragic. We didn't have to think of that. It I is can't. tragic. Well, we're going to leave it on a positive note. BET. Ah. They have their honors show, which is coming out in two, for 2016 honorees. Who they are. And this is who they have announced as some of their honorees. L.A. Reed. Miss Patty LaBelle, sweet potato. That's like a tongue twister. Sweet Potato, potato pie. pie. You know why? Because we're on that detox and I can't eat it, so now I gotta like say it this time 15 times. Uh, filmmaker Lee Daniels, U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder, businesswoman Melody Hobson, <laughs> and the show will take place okay, on January 3rd in Warner in the Warner Theaters in Washington D.C. But then it airs actually on February 23rd. Now last year's honorees included Ice Cube and Miss Aretha Franklin. Arsenio Hall is hosting this year, so that should be quite interesting. Um, but you know, this is on some positive. They always have this great award show. They've just been doing it for you know several years, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Shout out to BET. Shout hey, out hey, to hey. BET. All right. Well, that concludes our news for the week. But let's talk about some really important things because we have our special guest, Mr. Kingsley, in the house. Oh, my God. I know we're excited to have you, man. And, you know, you are doing your thing. I mean, your YouTube channel has really blown up. And you have a really interesting story with this because I know Ashton Kutcher kind of took notice to your channel. and, And then you went on to Tosh 2.0 and just things just really blew up after that. How did you expect, first of all, that at the beginning that your Channel and, and show is going to go so viral and just blow up. No, 
I didn't, because when I started YouTube, it wasn't anything like it was now. It was just goofiness mm. and people uploading. I mean, like Chris <laughs> Crocker, leave Britney alone. Yeah. Like, it was just <laughs> people being goofy, and I was just bored at school. I actually started before I left, but I kept doing it during school, because I was just bored, and I lived in Missouri, and there was nothing to do. I didn't think, like... Yeah. An audience would start watching, or that oh it would lead to stuff like. This. I remember when you were reading lyrics. I think you read the Rack Rack City bitch. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my god! I was dying. I saw that video to everybody. I remember that. That was on Overexposed. <laughs> that was people voted for me to do that. Nice. I mean, it's it's amazing how we can see the growth of just the viral sensation, you know. And you've been able to really create a great career out of this. And now, what are some type of things that you'd like to do next? I mean, we know that you just launched your your new website, King of Culture, which is hilarious. You got Thank all you. your you know Ask Kingsley segments on there, which we're going to do a little special play off of that very shortly. But what would you like to do next? I mean, where would you like to take this further in your career? Honestly, I love writing. So if I could do some sort of interview series where I'm able to interview on camera and have that be a component, but then have the writing portion be something that people also read and are into, yeah. that would be, like, ideal. I used to want, my biggest dream used to just always be to be on Chelsea Lately's Roundtable. And uh, then she yeah. stopped. I know, stopped right? Right when I got here. Yes. And I was like, you tried Bitch. it. You tried <laughs> so it, So I have to reevaluate my life. But yeah, I never had, like, big, gigantic <laughs> hopes so I still feel like I'm trying to figure everything out as I go along. And once you got all this attention, was it hard for you to kind of, like, have your life be so public? Well, I'm not... I don't, like, vlog a lot. Yeah. Like, some YouTubers and Viners, like, they have their camera everywhere mm-hmm. they go. I tend to stick to just, like, pop culture yeah. and current events. But it was weird at school, like, when I started getting recognized. Yeah. I was super uncomfortable because people would come into my job and ask me to, like, recite lines and do stuff <laughs> from, like, the birds video. And I was just like, no, no, this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> so that, that was, that took some getting used to. Well, continue success, man. I mean, we, we really enjoy your, your channel. So we're going to play a little bit now. So we're going to do a little Ask Kingsley section, and we're all going to take a couple questions for you. First one up being, last song you sang in your car. Focus. Ariana Grande. Oh. I listened to that song on my way to the gym on repeat. It doesn't take me long to get to and to it gets you high, it gets you to that place. Yeah, I love that song. I know people don't like the chorus, but I, I love, I love the, best the part of the chorus. It's Jamie Foxx. Did y'all know that? No, I did not I know that with Jamie Foxx. Really? Fox. No, yeah. I did not know that. Focus something new every day. Okay, all right. So, do you relate more to a Kardashian or a Jenner? Okay. I was waiting for the or to be something else. <laughs> and then I don't relate to either one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Rihanna. Rihanna. What? Rihanna Shade right there. Rihanna what? Shade. Rihanna yes, Shade. Yes. Neither. Rihanna I Shade. More to Fenty. I'm just going to hold this up. Rihanna oh, Shade. I love it. Love it. Oh my God, that's going to be <laughs> the Rihanna the Shade. Rihanna Shade. <laughs> have you ever dated someone off Instagram? No. Would you? I have never. I don't think so. I mean, I'm not going to say I wouldn't, because then if I do, then I'm like, oh. But I've never dated any... I don't think I've dated anyone off of social, social media. Mm-hmm. Ever. Interesting. We'll see if this changes sometime what soon. What are you planning on? <laughs> no, I'm, sa- no, I'm saying like, though. No. Yeah. I know some people who do that, but I don't get how that... Actually, no. One of my... Well, I guess a co-worker, we shot Hey USA, and he was the photographer. He met this girl on Instagram... They talked for I don't know how long. They just got married this year in Iceland. Oh. And they're like head over hills in the honeymoon phase. And I was like, well, that's cute. It mm-hmm. happens. It happens. But I just don't get that. It like, happened on the Housewives. Like too. for a li- really? Good. On Housewives of Orange County. 
Tamara's son met his boo on Instagram. Like for they a, like, are married with a baby now. I don't like that because people can be crazy. People can be crazy. I just like meeting scary. people in person. Yeah. 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 All right. What's your favorite channel that you subscribe to outside, of course, of Loving Your Own? That's a very, very difficult question. It's got to be between Todrick Hall. He does like crazy, elaborate productions and just parodies and mm-hmm. takes on music. And he does like, uh, what's it called? Like a melody of pop yeah. star songs where he's like doing all the choreography himself and singing everything. It's crazy. And then Gigi Gorgeous. <laughs> Gigi Gorgeous. <laughs> because I love Gigi. I just watch her and I'm just fascinated at her confidence. I have to watch it. I know. I'm like, Who I don't know that, that one. Gigi is Gigi Gorgeous. We're going to look that up. Right after. Google that one. All right. Do you have a talent that you have yet to share with the world that you would share right now? Hmm. Are they appropriate to say? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I don't know if this is true anymore, but yeah. I used to be able to sing. I sang in my church I mean, choir. You used to. Because I literally have not. I don't sing anymore. So I you want to throw like any lyric, like nothing down for us for like for ten <laughs> seconds, real quick? No, I'm scared. Water. No, we'll I'm not. I refuse because I would have found a tragic <laughs> ass about <laughs> But I sang from the time I was in church choir when I was like four or five until eighth grade. Oh, get back to it. I can't. You should do you it. I got depressed. Get and some, I had to stop. Get some voice well, I won't make you sing it, it, but what is your favorite lyric from this year? Bitch better have my money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was a king under your control, which is from a song called King by Years and Years. Mm. And it was that song spoke to me because I was in a long-term relationship that ended in My Name is King. Yeah. And I just was like, I was feeling it all year long. Like it was real for you, man. Yeah. I was singing the chorus you. like that was my song. Well, they're making us wrap up, but where will you be on the holidays? What will you be doing? My parents are actually coming here and getting married. Oh, Wait, so, wait, they're getting married again? No, they've never, never they're married? lesbians. They've never oh. been allowed to. Oh, <laughs> oh. so That's they're cool. doing it uh, two days before Christmas. Congratulations oh, wow. to the fam. Yeah, thanks. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, Mama. And then we're going to slip one more in. What would you, where do you see yourself in the next five years? <sighs> stable. I want to be I like stable. That. I want to be on my way to making my family. In my empire, which I'm already doing, You're but already I doing really it, hope I want a family really, really bad. Oh. So I hope I'm somewhere attending to that. I like that. <laughs> Lovely. All right, where can fans find you? Everywhere. Yeah. Find me at youtube.com slash Kingsley, twitter.com slash Kingsley with three Y's, Instagram.com slash Kingsley with three Y's, and Snapchat Kingsley Y T. All right, there and you know. also on kingofculture.com See, because you, you know, good. Thank I'm you trying so to give you your plug, your shine, you. man. Don't forget that's Thank the most you. important part. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Uh, Courtney, where can fans find you? Nowhere. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet, and hopefully eating on Saturday. <laughs> yes, the cleanse will be <laughs> the over. The cleanse is almost over, y'all. And Jesse, everywhere, DJ Jesse J. You can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And I also want to give a couple shout-outs to people who have been leaving us some great comments, yes. such as Midnight Black. Love you. Leah's Scrumptious Cooking Channel. I want to have you make us some food. Can you send us some food, yeah. Leah? Damn. On Monday. Like snacks. On Monday. Send us some food, because the detox is over. Uh, Cindy Williams, Mr. Tazzo, 2012. Love you, boo. Cherry Falls, 12, and The Right Falls. Stuff, 14. Thank you all for giving us so many comments and thank feedback you, for the show. You. And watching, first of all. Watching. And tell your mama, your cousin, your everybody. Your we're going dark, Your but we're going to be around. You can watch this show for two weeks yes. and all the other shows on BHL. So please up. do. Catch up. Love us. And see us in 2016. Have a great holiday. Bye. Bye. Au revoir.
from producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.